0: The Winefellers comes to you from the lavish WHUP studios in Hillsborough, North Carolina. Listen to us also on WPVM Asheville, WCOM Carborough, and WRLY Raleigh.
1: Support for The Winefellers comes in part from the award-winning Yesterday and Today Frame Shop, framing yesterday's memories and today's treasures since 1974 and located in Boone Square in Hillsborough. All custom framing includes a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Find them on Facebook at yesterdayintodayframeshop.com slash Facebook or call them at 919-732-9795.
0: This week's Winefellers is brought to you by Hillsboro Yarn Shop. Voted Best Yarn Shop by our Hillsboro Yarn Shop employees. Have a cup of herbal tea and knit with us at Hillsboro Yarn Shop. Your business name here. Proudly serving Hillsboro since site year here. Your business name here and Cody's laboratory animals. Just say Winefellers and receive ten percent off your next order of live hamsters and rabbits. Test with the best using Cody's laboratory animals. Welcome to this week's episode of The Winefellers, right here on W H U P L P, Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm Joe, co-founder of Truebottle.com, your professional source for wine auction prices, and my good feller Mark here, fine wine auction director with Leland Little Auctions. And together, we are the Wine Feller. Wine Fellers, we got
2: nothing to do except... with that. How about some broker for cheese in us?
0: disillusioned episode of the wine fellers ever we will learn the top 20 wine faux pas listen as mark and i discuss the worst wine drinking offenses from the international wine challenge survey that threaten to bring down the wine world as we know it but that's during the second part of our show during the first half we will conduct a wine pairing take listeners phone calls and then it's time for you know flow knows just in case you've been self-absorbed, deep in thought, or out of the loop, Flo happens to be our favorite French delicacy, la, who knows just about everything about everything. So stay tuned to get some knowledge bombs <laughs> dropped on you. All this, some more ill-considered Winefellers song exclusives, right here on a mirthful yet sticky episode of The Winefellers. But first, what are we drinking today, Mark?
3: Can't
0: wine, y'all. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Mm, Mr. Mark, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I
1: feel like I haven't seen you forever.
0: Forever is a long time.
1: Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for work today,
0: <laughs> it's uh <laughs> it's been a good 5 minutes. <laughs> but it's really good to see since you since I turned again. your direction.
1: I have so much to tell you.
0: I uh, I have very little to tell you that I didn't already tell you this morning well, at work. Well, I, I have something to tell you. What have you got?
1: My wife, Jennifer, and I have decided to get two, two more chickens. Hey! And we are getting Brahmas.
0: Brahmas. These are the world's largest chickens. <laughs> no joke. How many chickens do you guys have right now? I don't know, like eight. Eight chickens. But You're the, getting two more. These
1: chickens are huge. I mean, they're like five feet tall. I mean, yeah, they're big. Mark, they are not five feet tall. Something like that, but they're yeah, they're huge. They really are. (laughs) They they look like small children.
0: (laughs) So we're we're like. Do they lay giant eggs? Yes, they do. I'm not believing this. No, it
1: is. Well, I'll show you during the break. But this is we're really excited.
0: Brahma, Brahma. All right, what does this have to do with wine, Mark? Nothing. (laughs) <laughs> but speaking of wine, <laughs> we
1: are today we are pouring a 2007 tris Picos Aguernacha, uh from Spain. Ooh. It's a beautiful wine. Uh, it's inky. It's ruby. It's a complex bouquet of cherry, dark berry, liqueur. It's a beautiful wine, um, and it's not that expensive, and I just thought I'd open it up, and if you're playing along at home, please open up yours.
3: Mm.
0: And wait, look, who, look who? who's next to me. Who in the world? <laughs> It's, who is it, Mark? It's Flo! Flo! Yes! Hello, Joe.
1: Hello, Mark. It's so great to have you on the show. We just poured you a glass of Trace Picos. Uh, Do you like the one uh, that we... Pour it to you just now.
0: <laughs> do you enjoy the wine? Yes, I do. That you was do. the most awkward way of asking her if she likes the he wine. He gave me a hundred dollar bill. You, <laughs> which I, how should I've asked?
1: <laughs> you don't have to pay me for oh. it. <laughs> I assure you, we are not getting paid to drink this wine. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> That'll no, that's be that's funny. Day. <laughs> that's funny.
4: No, I like it very much. Um it has a fruity uh, cherry taste and uh, I like the color. It's a very deep rich color. Um it's
1: it is lovely it's really in, in inky the glass. I I absolutely agree. It's a it's a nice wine. It's not expensive. Uh so uh um, we, I just thought I'd open it up because I found it uh, uh, laying uh, in my closet at home. So why not? <laughs> and this is from Spain. <laughs> it's from Spain, so it's a
0: Garnacha, meaning and it's that's, a Grenache. That's right next to France. No.
1: Well, let Flo ask that. Uh, oh, answer that. Is that true?
4: Well, we have <laughs> gr- uh, we have Grenache in uh, in France. No,
1: it's Spain next to France. Sure, it is. We were just. Yes, going. of, what, what of is course. That? What is that little
0: in, country? Uh, between Spain and France Andorra. that has, like, no laws or something. Is it Andorra? And- Andorra. What? What's the deal? What is up with Andorra?
4: Well, there's a lot of French people who go there to buy cigarettes and alcohol because it's not taxed.
1: it's a good place to buy Andorra sweaters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I heart Andorra? <laughs> that would be funny, Mark.
4: Well, alcohol and cigarettes are highly taxed in France. So.
0: But not in Andorra.
4: But not in
1: Andorra. Well, now we know where to go if we had <laughs> smoked. <laughs> so, well, it's so great to have you on the, on the show, Flow. We are so excited to get to your segment later. But right now, I think we have a phone call to get to.
0: Uh, yeah, don't go nowhere. You're listening to The Winefellers on WHUP. Now I need to tell them. About to happen. Your
1: phone is ringing. You're talking on the phone with us. One
2: fellow phone with us. Everything you hear is real. Right
1: here on the One So what exactly is about to happen? You're talking on the phone with us.
2: One fellow phone with us. Everything you hear is real.
0: I need to the hey, hey Mark, we have uh, someone uh, on the air here. Well, Linda says her
1: name is Tallulah Greenberg, and she's from Mills River, North Carolina, who listens to us via our affiliate WPVM in Asheville, North Carolina. Hi, Tallulah, are you there? Uh-oh,
0: what happened? Well, uh- did we lose her? No, Mark. <laughs> she was just there. She said, Linda said she was just on the line.
1: Uh-oh. Well, this is what happens in live radio. Um, I, I, but uh, I think uh, we'll try again. Linda will try to get uh, Tulula on again. And uh, because I'm sure she has a great question to ask. And Linda only puts on, on, people, on people that we, we really want to speak to. And, you know, sounds interesting. So, Do you know any Tallulahs, uh, Flo? Oh, okay. Well, Flo, I know your, your uh, microphone is uh, not on right there, but that's okay. There you go. Go ahead.
4: No, I don't uh, yes. know anyone
1: Which, from Tallulah. Tallulah is a very common name, but uh, here we go. Well, Linda's
0: telling me Tallulah's on the air. Tallulah, oh, okay. are you there?
5: Hello, can you hear me?
0: Okay, yes, we can hear you. Tallulah. Good to hear you. I'm going to have a word with Linda later, Mark.
1: Yeah, i starting to sweat <laughs> for a little bit. But Tallulah, it's so nice that you're on the show, but that's what happens with live radio.
5: So, what... I mean, you can't plan for everything.
1: I know. So do you have a question for the wine fellers?
5: Yeah. Um, so actually, I used to live in Japan, and while I was there, um, I actually found it pretty interesting that it's customary uh, to drink wine with ice, which usually I associate over here with, like, southern grandmas watering down their wine. But it's actually customary for most wines to be watered down with ice.
2: Mm.
5: Um, and I thought that was pretty and I'm very interested in different uh, customs and cultures. So I was wondering if the local wine authority knew of any other strange wine customs around the world or anything like that.
1: Well, you're actually right about that. For some reason, Japanese really like to put ice in their wine. I did not know this, Ma. They do. And it's, a, it's a kind of a customary thing. But there's also kind of weird... Uh, just weird traditions around the world that uh, you can, if you go to different countries, they do things that kind of seem foreign to us, wine-wise, for example. Uh, If you go to a Ukrainian wedding, uh, it's customary to steal one of the bride's shoes and then drink from the shoe (laughs) and then pass it around. (laughs) So Hopefully that's forty. She doesn't eight. smell. She doesn't well, have smelly feet. Right. So I think wow. You, you don't want to be the first person drinking <laughs> wine out of that shoe. You probably want to be like the fifth person, <laughs> right? I'm just yeah, saying. You kind of get want the, the, the
5: fifth person either. That's a lot of germs, no matter what.
1: Yeah. No. I think you're right, Tulu. I think that might be a situation where you can't win. <laughs> or,
0: or if you go uh, to the uh, kids down at the skate park, they're drinking wine out of boxes, Mark. Though well, that's a weird tradition. We won't get into that. <laughs> but in
1: Hungary, um, it's it's extremely poor form to clink your wine glasses while toasting. That's another thing. Really? Quite disrespectful. Huh. And the, probably the weirdest tradition, wine tradition I've ever seen, is in the state of Utah, it is technically illegal to swallow wine at a wine tasting. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, hold on. No, that's true. Because of the, you know, they have some weird uh, ABC laws there. And you're not allowed to swallow wine at a wine taste. You can taste it and spit it out.
0: You just can't swallow it. Now, Tallulah, what on earth were you doing in Japan?
5: I was studying abroad.
1: Oh, good. Yeah, that's an exciting place to live. Did you, while you were there, did you try any uh, uh, sake or rice wine?
5: I tried a bit of sake. It's really not my thing. Um, it's pretty, to me, it tastes very funky. Um, it, it, it sits on my tongue in a weird way. It's just not anything I was exposed to, and so it's just not something that I like. But I know a lot of people who do like it. I know it's becoming more common in the area.
1: Yes. Now, did you try hot uh, sake or cold sake, or do you do you I remember? I had
5: cold sake, but I've been told that if I don't like cold sake, I should try hot sake.
1: Yeah, that's something that we—I uh, don't really haven't gotten too much into. I know Joe and I have had a had a yes, sake we've evening we had
0: one. our hot sake evening in New York. City. Don't remember
1: too much what happened after that, but uh, <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, that. <clears throat> yeah, that was. Um, it was. It was good, I think, they tell me.
0: The uh, the pictures we took indicate we had a fantastic time, Mark.
1: <laughs> yes, so maybe that's why I got uh, turned off from Saki. But, you know, I think uh, that's something we'll probably get into in a later, later show. We really haven't talked about that. But thank you so much. Well,
0: for- well I got another question oh, for Tallulah. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the tradition of drinking ice in your wine glasses, is it a tradition that stuck with you after you came back from Japan? Or have you switched back to the American way, which is? sans ice cubes in the I wine. I
5: definitely switch back to the American way, especially, I mean, I don't think red wine and ice should ever meet.
0: Well,
1: Tallulah, uh, I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> You're obviously a learned person. So
0: thank you for, <laughs> thank you so much for calling. Tallulah, thank, thank calling. you so much for your call. And uh, when you uh, go to your next study abroad location, let us know. The wine fellers would be happy to go along and uh, try these new drinks things with you, Mark. Okay, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> Thank you to Bye.
5: <laughs> Thank you, fathers. Bye.
0: Now, Mark, i right. Now we have to tell them what just happened. Your
1: phone is ringing. You've been on the phone with us! You talking
0: on the phone with us! Everything we said was real. Right.
1: I was just on the wine, fella.
0: Are you
2: serious? You've been talking on the phone with us. Everything we said was real. Until you reach the sea floor.
0: Timing the Billboard Twitter Emerging Artists chart. This week to number 32. You just heard Elvis is Dead. A Weinfellers song exclusive. Don't go nowhere. Flo Knows is next.
2: Leave your dirt at the door.
0: Flo Knows, the capital of Idaho. Flo Knows, who is Michelangelo. Flo Knows, how to play the banjo. Flo Knows, Flo Knows it all. Flow knows how to play the bongos. Flow knows how to find Bordeaux. Flow knows a thousand names of snow. Flow
2: knows. Flow knows it all.
3: And let it flow.
1: <laughs> hey, Flow. Hello. It's so great to have you back on the show. You're like our favorite guest, or one of them. We don't play favorites,
0: but you're a great you're guest. The, you're, She's my favorite. And she's your favorite, too, Mark. Yeah. You said so before the show. Sure. Well, we have a lot of favorites. But,
1: it, but Flo, we really like having you on the show, and it's so wonderful that you've returned. Um, so I think we have a really interesting topic to discuss with you.
0: Well, I think so. It's um, – well, let's just start with this, Mark. Yes. Uh, at the Weinfellers, we don't like stereotypes. No, we don't. Okay? The publication, French Together – Listed the most common stereotypes of French people uh, that are wrong. Okay, Mark, they're wrong. I know they're wrong. But still seem to persist. (laughs) And Flo, the French delicacy that knows everything about everything, is here to help us dispel or clarify some of these notions. Isn't that right, Mark?
4: I'll be delighted.
1: Well, good. So... Uh, this, there's a publication, French Together, that lists the most common French stereotypes, and maybe we can kind of talk about maybe why they're there, and uh, maybe we can, as Joe mentioned, dispel some of these. And uh, and the first one is, I guess I guess it's so hard to say in front of a, a, a French uh, proper French lady. Yeah, but, this
0: is going to be an uncomfortable but, segment, but
1: Mark. I guess it is, but the, the first uh, stereotype is that French people smell.
4: Yes, I heard it many times. You've heard this. Yes, this I isn't heard, new to you. No, it's not to you. It's not new. I heard it many times. <laughs> and, and when I ask why do you think that way, just people don't know how to answer. Um, all right, I heard you know from several uh, people um, that we stink so much that we put perfume on, and that was a very interesting. Concept.
1: Oh, so you put perfume on to hide the smell?
4: Yes. Well, I guarantee, you know, everyone. That's not in general what French people do. They will just spray themselves with perfume after taking a shower. Okay. Uh, French people have showers. I guarantee you. Um, <laughs> just as we much do, as everybody we else. We do take showers, um, but there's one thing that uh, you. Um, may not be aware of if you do not live in France is we do not uh, have air conditioning in most part of the country. Oh. So imagine we and also we use uh, public transportation a lot. I see. So we're very close. To you know, to each other, in trains, in uh, buses. So imagine it is hot. There's no air conditioning. Even though you took a shower earlier this mo- uh, in the morning, yes. you will tend to smell. Okay, it's completely normal. Um, but if the French people wear perfume, it's right. because they um, they. And I would say that most women enjoy having a perfume on themselves. They can, um, you know, it's almost like they feel naked without it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's part of their personality. In Mm -hmm. fact, they do identify themselves to a specific perfume and they will wear this perfume every day
1: on a clean body. Well, so this seems like we can dispel this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well,
0: hold on, Mark. Oh, okay. I think that uh, there's something more interesting going on here. Okay. And that is why uh, why do Americans place such an emphasis on how someone smells? All right, now here's the thing. It's almost like everybody wants their uh, white bread, their cookie cutter house, and they don't want to have to smell anyone, anything, that they haven't agreed to smell <laughs> firsthand, <laughs> right? Okay. So it's one of these uh, litigious societies we're living in.
1: I don't know, Joe. I kind of like
0: that uh part of America
1: not having to smell people uh, I don't, okay. <laughs> I don't In, know. Okay. We've had
0: some millennials on the show uh, right. before, and they've told us about an increasing trend on college campuses, uh, and that is uh, something called the, the modern-day trigger warning. Okay. right. So before they give you uh, a book that may be offensive to you or show you a video clip that may be offensive or even place an idea into your mind that you could offensive find offensive, they issue a trigger warning. This could trigger, what I'm about to say, could trigger an unwanted emotional response in your nervous system. So you're saying
1: smells work the same way.
0: Exactly. That's what's going on is I did not say that that your smell could enter my nose. And, you might have a point. Okay. So see, I, I think we need to take a step back here and right. become a society that loves to smell, loves to stink. Yeah, you convinced me. I'm going to stop bathing. (laughs) Thank you, Mark.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, probably Americans probably do overbathe. I mean, we probably bathe like once a day, a lot of us, and probably in France, maybe you bathe a little bit less. Is that true or not?
0: No, I
4: will say that you take at least, I mean, on average, why? I can speak for myself. I do take a shower at least once a day.
0: She just explained why <laughs> people sm- may smell oh, yeah, the yeah, air yeah. conditioning oh, yeah, mark. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that part. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what you're saying I, is you just smell.
4: I don't think Mark is still convinced <laughs> that I'm, the you know, French he, people he's are he's as, not, as clean as Americans.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So, but the, there's this, okay. That brings I agree, Flo. So st-
0: Something's going on here. So
1: here's our second stereotype. Uh
0: French He's moving on.
1: French women don't shave. There is some
4: truth to that. Oh. But that doesn't mean that we hairy.
0: <laughs> okay. She got you there, Mark. Well, doesn't it? No, well, Mark. If you don't shave. Uh, Mark, I don't you're... I don't shave my forehead, but it's not hairy. <laughs> 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 ah, wow, that's uh
4: no, uh, I will tell you. Good. I mean, the common <laughs> that way That was a
0: horrible analogy. <laughs> yes.
4: No. Yes. So the common the I would say most women in France and map change, but I know when I was living in France, um w- women, you know, tended to wax their legs and in fact there were places you could go, make an appointment and have your leg shaved in a matter of 10 or 15 minutes.
1: We have those places here. Yeah, but in France,
4: it's everywhere.
1: Oh, okay. Nice. Okay,
4: so, um, because there's a higher demand, um, you know, from women to have their legs waxed. Oh, okay. It just... uh,
1: So, I wonder where this uh, stereotype comes
0: from, then? Very curious.
4: I don't know. Can you explain to me, in fact?
0: No, well, here's here's what it it may be, and I don't know. in, in the United States, it's not just about shaving uh, your legs. Ladies will shave their armpits, every part of their body that they don't want hair on.
1: Well, right. I think armpits might be a different story in France. I think French women don't shave their armpits, correct?
4: Yes, we do.
0: Oh. Mark, you, you are full of But you know what? Um, I think I know. Okay. I think I know. Because... Flo knows, Mark.
4: You know, during the Second World War, when the Americans came to France, um, ah. you know... Did you think there was wax on the market?
1: Right. They couldn't shave. That's a good point. They couldn't shave their armpits because there was nothing to shave their armpits with. There was
4: nothing. There were no razors in France. Exactly. And so maybe Americans, you know, soldiers, when they came back to the U.S., Mm.
0: uh, they remembered
4: how hairy the women were.
0: That's so interesting. (laughs) That's unfair. To go to a war-torn country and come back and say, eh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of rubble everywhere. Yeah, that's right. Not a ri- None of the buildings are standing. What's <laughs> up with that? <laughs> lots yeah, of that's not fake. Lots of people upset. Yeah, you yeah, know. you're a good point. Okay, so well, well, well uh, <laughs> we, we have a lot,
1: Joe. We have a lot of stereotypes to get to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first off, uh, French uh, people smell dismissed. Dismissed. Right? Uh, French women don't shave. Dismissed. dismissed. Next, French are the laziest people. Mark. On-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, that's not me talking that's the their magazine oh. but that's okay that's Joe. french t- let, let, that's let french it, let together. him express himself this is french it's okay. together this is not i here. think Thank you, Flo. I,
4: okay. I, I think the questions comes really from him
1: no it's not really it's not <laughs> coming from me this is a publication okay. called french together you look it up
0: okay okay what is the question
1: <laughs> what it's not a question <laughs> so at that all. that the it's French
4: st- people are lazy.
1: Well, that's oh. but that's that's the stereotype that we are dispelling on the wine fellers. Go ahead.
4: Okay. But. Well, in that case, you know, I can dispute what you just said. You know, but I think data at this point needs, you know, uh, is needed. Yes. And if you uh, do a little bit research. France is, in fact, one of the most productive country in the world. All right, I believe it by working less hours than the United than the uh, than Americans.
1: You're more productive, but working less hours.
4: That's right. So we work on average fifteen hundred hours. Mm-hmm. Um, Americans actually work three hundred more hours. Right on average. Right. Okay. So.
1: But you're like eight times productive.
4: We, yes. I mean, it's just if you look at the GDP per capita and Mm -hmm. just uh, look at the number of hours worked, then, you know, the United States is more productive. But the United States is not number one. No. In fact, there are some other countries like Norway is number one. And guess what? How many hours they work? 400 uh, hours less than the Americans, and they're more productive. Hold
1: on, Flo. We're not beating up on the U.S. right now.
0: We're talking yes, about- we are, Mark. We're talking about France. It is true.
4: It is true. <laughs> it is true. But the thing is, no, France is one of the most productive countries in the world. And there's one thing that I would like to add.
1: Yes, please. You know,
4: you know um, in France, we take a lot of breaks, okay? Especially lunchtime, mm. two hours. Um, we work for thirty four uh, 35 hours a week. Okay. Oh, sounds pretty and good. we have a minimum of 5 weeks vacation paid. Minimum.
0: Minimum. minimum.
4: You basically everybody is entitled to making... 5 weeks as long as you've worked at least for 1 year in your current job. Wow. Okay? So there's studies that shows that in fact when you take breaks and vacation mm. you that leads to higher productivity.
1: Remind me, uh, Flo. What what what's your job right now? I basically used to work. Uh, right now,
4: uh, yes.
0: Used wait. used to work. <laughs> oh, Mark, you, is this? <laughs> Are you ambushing? No, our no, no, no.
1: I just was asking what her job was. I didn't know. Well, what, what is I used, your job?
4: I used to work for a project manager. Okay, it's fine for just, a company here fine. in Durham.
1: You're not working now. That's fine. No, oh, that's fine. Mark.
4: Okay, <laughs> bring it on. All right. So, what is your point, Mark? I don't have a point. Look, I just asked you what her job was but does it mean that i am less productive than you are
0: and and not lazy not Not. Not we are dispelling we are dispelling look here here, here's the thing when you look at the number of hours we work here in the united states (laughs) no matter how lazy any of us are mark (laughs) the the americans they say look at all these other countries being lazier than we are they're not working 40 to 60 hours a week but here's what's happening we all know it and i'm just going to say it mark Everyone goes into work and thinks that if they sit in front of their computer screen, it counts as them doing something. Exactly. Let's give a good when point. really they're browsing Facebook. Yeah, they're just and, wasting time. And Instagram. And, yeah.
4: And I can add to that. I I work for um like just major companies for uh, small companies and also for the state uh, for a state the state of Mississippi in fact, and um we had a um eight to five, you know, our job. And I remembered it didn't matter if you had your work done within, you know, in five or six hours, you had to stay until five.
0: Yeah, that's pretty common.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty much how it is for most businesses, I would say here.
0: And, and I don't, I, uh, I've, I believe that the culture of uh, reducing work days Adding more vacation days is slowly creeping into American culture Mm. so that maybe in two to three hundred years, right? Mm -hmm. We might be down to 35 hours a week, Mark. Wow, one can dream. (laughs) So, uh,
1: so that's okay, that's great. So, you uh dispelled that uh, that uh, stereotype. I appreciate that. In
0: fact, we not only dispelled it, but said that Americans are lazier. Well, here's a positive stereotype. No, Uh, no, I didn't. I would call it. I would. I did. No, Flo said that. So now here's. (laughs) I did not. Oh, okay. She (laughs) (laughs) didn't. Look at me, just putting. Like I'm just putting my political agenda in the mouths of everyone that come on. But here's a positive
1: stereotype. Here's a positive one. Okay. Now, Flo, you are dressed very nicely today. I think you would agree. Yes, of course. As always. Well, the stereotype is that French women all dress like fashion models. Is that a that's a stereotype.
4: Yes, it is a stereotype. We no, we're not dressed like uh, fashion models. You're dressed so.
1: pretty fashionably, Flo.
4: Yes, per your standard.
1: Oh, per Americans.
3: <laughs> but <laughs> no, I get you.
4: But in fact, I mean, it, I would say in general, European women mm. will be more uh, dress up. It's not dress just up.
3: French
1: women. It's any uh, you know uh, Germany or uh, Italy or.
4: Uh, Yes, Italy, uh, Spain. England. uh, Not quite. Not Not quite,
1: quite, Mark. (laughs)
4: Not quite. Oh, is there another stereotype we need to address? Because this (laughs) doesn't
1: sound right to me, but that's fine.
4: Well, I just lived (laughs) in England for one year, and uh, they have some pretty interesting stockings uh, (laughs) with multicolors, and I love it. It's not, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. But uh, if you talk in, about fashion, um, you know, mm. it's different. Um, oh, so, but there's one thing. Yes, I would say that uh, women, French women, would just add a little something, like an accessory. Okay. Um, there's one thing that most women wear is a scarf. Okay. In France. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yes. Yeah. Very much. The scarf is a. Uh, a uh, preferred accessory. Yeah, no um, one
1: wears scarves here. And I love the scarf. Yeah, I'm all about the ascot. I mean, I think, <laughs> yeah, I agree.
4: Yeah, so uh, there is some femininity uh, added to, you know, the uh, the, the look uh, mm. of a woman. There's always, you know, it's just that it is very true.
1: Well, oh, we, we have uh, uh, some more to get to. Uh, French, <laughs> French, no, 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 this yeah, is an important one. French people are constantly having affairs.
4: Well, did you, do, do you have data to back this up?
1: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I have no idea. I'm just, you know, this is I, not me. I think, Again, this I think, is not me. This uh, is I, the, ma- the publication French Together. Uh-huh. And this is like a stereotype that, that are of, yeah. you know, because I think more of the political leaders in France, they seem to have affairs. And you kind of know about it and hear American politicians, they probably do have affairs, but you don't hear about it as much. A Monica Lewinsky, man. That yeah. right, well, well, was all in the news. No, maybe, well, it's more acceptable for French politicians to have affairs. Maybe that's what I'm saying.
4: Well, the the thing is, um, you may hear the French having affairs more than you know Americans because they tend to be more vocal or more comfortable with with you know sharing this information. Or, um,
1: but is this is this making you a little uncomfortable? For oh it? no, not okay.
4: at all. No, no, it doesn't make me I'm just No, 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 it doesn't just, make it yeah, me uncomfort- make sweeping generalizations. And
1: you know, I. Uh,
0: I do feel a bad about this now that we're kind of getting into it, but. Um, you knew full well going into this what the questions were, and you're running through them anyway. Well, we have <laughs> nothing else to talk about this <laughs> <laughs>
4: But I, um, I, I don't have data to really, you know, um, give more explanation, but I'm not so sure that the French have, uh, we say, extramarital. Um, affairs, affairs mm-hmm. uh, than the Americans okay. or other people in the world. Well, here's an easier
0: one. No, no, I have one, and it's not going to be a mean one. Mark. It's not mean. Look, here's and this is one of my own uh, um, stereotypes. Okay, is uh, why why do all French people love food and wine so much?
1: That's a good question or why does th- i mean there's a stereotype that french drink a lot of wine which i think has to be true
0: isn't it well i mean look at there There's some of the have some of the most famous vineyards in the world yeah so that's true
4: yes the the food is uh, a very <laughs> it's it, it, it is something really important to french people we always look for the f- you know the freshest um ingredients, ingredients um, but, but what about- and, and we we the thing is we have perfected i would say i think the french loves to to perfect whatever they've done for centuries you know and they they but they don't really i don't know they look for uh, some interesting test um and they're not afraid of ger- germs or uh, bacteria. In fact, uh, you know, um, to get the best cheese in the world, uh, you need some uh, <laughs> bacteria.
1: Absolutely. Well, you and and the French eat snails and frogs, which have bacteria, right? What the snails and frogs? Yes, Escargot they do.
4: They mark. do. They right. do. It's true. So
1: that's I mean, that's not a stereotype, or no, it? no,
4: no. It's true. It's right. true. But so. you need, you know, I mean, there's you that. Um, you don't die from it. You just have to uh, follow, you know, some, um, some steps, make sure that you clean, you know, your food, especially snails. Clean you your know? snails. That's right. You have to clean your snails, you know. <laughs> but usually you don't, you, you, uh, you um, uh, buy them already prepared in general.
1: I, I thought I am going to sort of swell a little bit. I, I don't know why. I just uh, This is like a lot harder to address these uh, than I thought they'd be.
0: Oh, yeah, but, that uh, snail one was really hard, Mark. You know, (laughs) (laughs) Flo. Thank you. Thank you. But Flo's going to join
1: us during the next segment too. So, oh,
0: nice. Yeah. yeah, All right. Well, well, exciting. (laughs) Well, in that case, you are listening to the Wine Fellers. A recent survey has revealed the top twenty wine faux pas that are threatening the glue that binds our nation together. What are these faux pas, and what can we do about them? Coming up next!
2: Better than something, something better than nothing. Cause something is what something is to be. Guess. Better than something. Better than
3: something
2: Something's better than nothing Cause nothing is what something used to be Guess it's better than something Something's better than nothing Cause nothing is what something used to be Guess it's better than something Something's better than nothing because nothing is what something used to be. Guess it's better than something. Something's better than nothing. Because something is what something used to be. Guess it's better than something. Something's better than nothing. Because <laughs> something is what something used to be. Yes, it's better than something, something's better than nothing, cause something is
1: something. We're proud to present a happy precedent. <laughs> Super segment, it's wine Winefellers special event. Turn your radio up. Turn it off. Grab your wine cup. Go get it. Put on some makeup. Oh, yeah. It's a Winefellers special round roundup. Fork your wine bottle. Be your brothel. The brothel. Seal You'll that, glory that glory roll with Mark and Joe on cruise control. You've lost your wife and kiss.
2: Cancer on the, skis, on the you've got no reason to live, let the wine fellers plant a uh, blissful kiss, oh, yes. we're proud to present a happy present time, super secret to wine fellers, let's
1: hey, It's a special
0: event. You certainly have a way with your oohs and ahs, Mark, when it comes to singing.
1: You may not realize this, but we did not auto-tune that intro song one bit.
0: Could you not tell?
1: Couldn't tell. So, this is a special event where we're talking about wine faux pas. A survey by International Wine Challenge has revealed the top 20 wine faux pas that are threatening to destroy our society.
0: Mark, what is a faux pas?
1: Well, to explain to people like Flo, what a faux pas is, <laughs> our French delicacy. Uh huh.
0: Mm-hmm. A wine faux pas means no, no. <laughs> does faux, something you should not do. <laughs> Flo, does faux? What does faux pas literally translate as? It is. What
1: is, what is the literal tradition? Of, literal tradition of. I'm Transl- sorry, Translation. S- wrong
0: pop-
4: step.
1: Wrong step. Ooh, nice. I was going to say that if she didn't. So these, <laughs> so these wrong steps are much, much worse than the typical just serving white wine with steak, and I do believe I am grossly understating the seriousness.
0: Of this segment, wine. wow! You have my undivided attention. So we're
1: gonna go with the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is serious stuff. We're gonna go with the top uh, twenty. I guess we're not gonna get to them all, but uh, and, but you know, international wine challenge. Why would we dispute them?
0: Yeah, I don't know. this <laughs> but the top. <laughs> they're the authority. They
1: seem to be the top twenty wine faux pas. Uh, here we go, in no particular order. Uh, here they say uh, here's one using a corkscrew on a screw cap.
0: A cork st- well, okay, so you're saying <laughs> someone someone thinks they are uncorking a bottle of wine, mm. but really it's just a twist-off metal right. cap at the top of that would be horrible. That's what I'm telling you. So that's one of the uh. top 20
1: worst wine faux pas one could make. But
0: how often is someone? Is
4: this happening? I would not call this a faux pas. No?
0: No. Well, oh, well th- why not?
4: Well, it's... Obviously, the person is not paying attention.
0: Mm. I would just call it a false step. Mm, yeah, <laughs> no, it's just,
4: don't, Would you? Would not you feel I don't ridiculous? Think, yeah, if, I, don't,
0: I don't think it's a faux pas, Mark. I think this is an honest to goodness mistake. Well, there's a
1: corollary to this.
0: Okay. Trying to unscrew
1: a cork. <laughs> <laughs> Who, where are these coming I don't know. from? I don't know. I, don't I know. demand answers. I told you. I told you the, the publication. So uh, these are real faux <laughs> You can look them up. And this is what they said are the worst ones that there are <laughs> in the world ever.
4: But seriously, I mean, a faux pas is you, it's you, when you do something, you don't know. Okay. Right. You know, you just don't know the cultural differences. But that. It, you just have to look at it, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> you look at it it's just as screw, you know. Uh, uh, it's, uh, I get you. So oh, how about this
0: one? Mark, Mark, it's like <laughs> akin to trying to, like opening a twist-off beer bottle with a bottle opener. Uh, no one knows. Uh, how about this one?
1: Taking a gifted bottle home with you after it wasn't opened. So you bring a bottle to a party, mm-hmm. the host doesn't open it, and you take it home. I think that would be
0: a faux pas, right?
1: Absolutely. Okay, so we can all agree that that was That's a faux pas. That's a
0: horrible pas. faux pas. Yeah, I mean, it's, that, well, that, it, <laughs> it,
4: it, it's, it sounds like you're cheap.
0: Yes. Yeah, well, it's like if I brought a CD, I bought you a CD 10 years ago for your birthday, mm-hmm. and I show up at your house with it. Yes. And then uh, I come to visit you the other week, let's say, for example, <laughs> and I see it's still in the plastic wrap. Right. That, in some ways, grants me the authority to steal that from you.
1: Right, you take it back. So this sounds like a true story. So if you're
0: looking for that CD, Mark, I have it. Yeah, I remember.
1: So, (laughs) oh, how about this one? Serving in a wine glass that has old lipsticks names.
0: I have a story about this. Oh, boy. (laughs) I have a story. Oh, my gosh. And I wish I didn't have this story. Oh, no. So uh, I... W- was in a band uh, a number of years ago, uh, and we traveled down to Athens, Georgia. To By the p- way, say the name of your band, because I love the name of that band. Well, which well th- well this was not just Juan. Oh, that was the name. That was not just Juan. Which is the best name for a band? It okay. was not Blue Shumagoo. Don't remember that. It was. It was not Scriblin. Okay. It was uh, Mingus Young. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, hey, um, it, was, it was an interesting name at yeah, the time that's good. and so we went down to Athens Georgia and this was back in the days where the internet was was there mm-hmm. but it wasn't yet uh, as uh, as it is today where mm-hmm. th- uh, sites regarding traveling from town to town that help m- traveling musicians right find lodging and other bands and yeah so, but well, uh, the leader of this band, uh, Phil, he worked out uh, with another band in the area. We were going to go open for them. Yes. And then they were going to take us back to their house to stay the night. Okay. Fantastic. We, we're traveling musicians. We're poor. Uh, and this is going to work out great. So after the gig, we roll back to their uh, house. And th- we're hanging out in their living room, and there's just Stains all over the walls. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I know that we're going to have to sleep in this room on the couches or the carpet. Mm-hmm. And th- I was not looking forward to this. And he says, hold on, my girlfriend, well, this is a guy in, in the other band, my girlfriend is a wine rep. Would y'all like some wine? And we're like, yeah, yeah. we w- anything <laughs> to take my mind off this horrible, stinky room. I'm going to have to sleep in. <laughs> And uh, he's like, well, uh, great, let me go get it. And so he leaves. And I just um, had to use the restroom. And so I'm walking down the hall uh, past the kitchen slash laundry room where this guy was. And I swear to you, he was preparing the wine for all of us. There were maybe eight, nine of us all together preparing the wine. Uh, He had like six or seven bottles with two to three inches of wine in the bottom and he was just wiping the glasses with his shirt because they were all and he was pouring out some and then (laughs) this was obviously he had didn't had no clean wine glasses Uh. this was from like the last band that stayed in his house (laughs) complete disgustingness Mm. i use the bathroom i'm coming back out and he's bringing out this tray (laughs) of, of like it's a mixture of wine he just mixed all the wine in a bucket and (laughs) poured it into these shirt cleaned rubbed glasses right uh and immediately and i couldn't blurt out like You couldn't tell everybody. I I mean, it would have been a faux pas, Mark, had I said, careful, no, don't
1: drink it. So you just abstained from the wine. Uh,
0: Yeah, I was like, no, thank you. And I just had to watch all of my bandmates. Sorry, guys, if you're listening. I just had to watch (laughs) them drink.
1: And they all all probably thought you were crazy, because why isn't Joe drinking wine?
0: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Wow. That's my own faux pas, Mark.
1: Well, that is, uh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I think the faux pas you didn't tell your bandmates.
0: That is the faux pas. And it's also a faux pas because I swear he was wiping off some lipstick off of these glasses as well. Mm. So he avoided that one. He didn't serve the glass with lipstick on it. So he
1: did the right thing. You did the wrong
0: thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's a burden I must carry the remainder of my days, Mark.
1: So the next faux pas is pronouncing the T in peanut noir or the T in merlot. (laughs) <laughs> Flo likes that one. Like, is that a, that's clever? Is that a, a a one of the top twenty wine faux pas you would suggest?
4: Well, if you want to pronounce it uh, with a French accent, I mean, the thing is, the French do not pronounce the consonant at the end of words, okay? Unless it's an English word.
0: Really? Yep. So
1: I would be well. Um, I would be Ma.
0: No, you'd be Mark. <laughs> you're an English word, like. Uh, it wouldn't be Kerme, It would be Kermet.
1: <laughs> Why wouldn't I be Ma? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pronouncing
0: the consonants. Bordeaux, right? There's an X at the end. We don't say it.
4: I'm not talking about names, but I'm talking about uh. words in general. So, you know, we do not pronounce the consonant at the end of uh, yeah. words. Um, I get it. That's what it is. Unless there's a vowel after it, and then we do pronounce the consonant. But in a general way, that's the rule. Right.
1: Okay. So that, that's, that makes sense as a faux pas. But yeah. how about this one? And right. you could probably speak to this. Naming your daughter either Chardonnay or Chablis or your son
4: Cork. Well, yeah. I what mean, do you it's think, slow? Is
0: that a faux pas? or I mean, <laughs> I've, I've heard... The craziest names. Are, for French, children. are
1: French girls named Chardonnay or Chablis? <laughs> no.
4: I oh, mean, that'd be bad. <laughs> no.
1: Are French boys <laughs> named Cork?
4: <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, you know, if you if you're a parent, you know, and you name your child, uh, you uh, will want to give the best name to your kids. I mean, that's the purpose you know just as good parents you want the best name. Pretty good name you don't want a name the kids will be you know you know uh picked on you know if uh, it has a name cork i mean can you imagine if your name was cork and you went to school what do you think um do you think you'll be picked on
1: um well i don't know
0: i mean i think here, I think if you're named Chablis, or you've got you got all sorts of <laughs> names. I <laughs> mean, my my uh, daughter's in a school with someone named Mercedes. <laughs> what well, is that? A, is that a name? It's fancy. Okay, yeah, um, it's not bad. Everybody's better than um, you know Ford. <laughs> 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 I mean, if you're gonna name your kid after is it, I don't want to say naming a kid after a car company, but if you got to pick a car company, it may as well be like. Yeah. Lamborghini, Mercedes, Rolls Royce, Tesla, Lotus.
1: I get it. So, well, so Tesla—that
0: so actually, that's not a bad name.
1: Yeah, that's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so we can uh, agree that that's a, a minor faux pas, especially if you're in France. If you name your child Chablis, Chardonnay. Well, after
0: a region or cork.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not unique. Not unique. No. Uh, okay. So what about this faux pas? Um, pouring yourself a glass of wine before pouring others at a table.
0: Definitely got to be a faux pas, right? That's of course. I a mean, especially if you're
4: pa. host. No, you serve your guests first.
0: But sometimes
1: you want to make sure the wine's good.
4: That's a good point. Hmm. Okay, so I, I didn't get that. So basically you're saying that um, the... Uh, host wants to make sure the wine is not
1: corked. And that's what I tell everybody, <laughs> that you pour yourself a full glass. So
4: that would not be a faux pas, I would s- say, if you're not sure about the wine, okay?
1: What about shaking the bottle of wine before serving? Why would you want to do that? I don't know. It's a faux pas. That
4: I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you want to shake the...
0: Look, this is a survey by the International Wine Challenge. They're coming up with these faux pas. All right, Mark, we've got a few minutes left. You, you, I don't want to hear any more about shaking up bottles of wine. Give me some real good faux pas I mean, here.
4: Of course, if you want to shake a, a sparkling wine and just spray your ho- your guest, you know, for fun, <laughs> well, or not... at a sport event, I don't think just, they just mean to champagne. cheer um yeah i don't
1: think they mean champagne just your regular
0: bottle of wine so
4: i would understand but like i mean well no a
0: a faux pas would be you've won the uh nascar race Mm. all your fans are running up to you and instead of grabbing the champagne to spray on them you grab a bottle of merlot and it just doesn't do anything it doesn't do anything that's right you're like shaking it and your thumbs over it and And just just red wine is just kind of drizzling out the end. Okay, last that, one. That would be a faux pas. It, That's it,
4: right. It's oh. like, yes, actually using a corkscrew, <laughs> a corkscrew <laughs> on the, uh, uh, a cap.
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> okay, last one. Asking the waiter to Aww. pour you more when they're intending you to taste it.
0: Yes, faux pas.
1: So the waiter is pouring you some to try, and you get upset and tell them to pour you more wine. Why are you pouring me so little? Like they're pouring it
0: in the glass... Well, to, to make, uh, so yeah. Yeah. it's a
4: misunderstanding, well, so then in that case, the um, call it a false person would say, well, just I just want, wanted you to try the wine. You know, uh, people
1: don't well, seem to always know. Well, that's been the top 20 wine faux pas.
0: Jeez, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll finally. Try to, we'll
1: try to get to the other 10 next week. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Flo, thanks. thanks. We'll thank see you next time. Thank you so time. much. Oh, it was great.
0: Been listening to another exciting episode of The Wine Fellers, North Carolina's only fine wine radio program. And I've had such a great time today, Mark. Me too, Joe. But the good news is, is that the fun can continue online. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Visit us online at thewinefellers.com, where you can learn more about today's program and listen to previous shows see you next week
3: songs and melodies change and change and sway but they still stay the same the songs that we sang when the dark days come are the songs that we sang when we chased them away if i ever found a pot of gold I buy bottles and told of the nectar of the vines Cause I'm gonna die with a twinkle in my eye Cause I sang songs, spun stories, love, laughed and drank wine Tomorrow is... We- M.